Hello? Rob, I know that I've said this before, but you are not going to believe this. No, I'm probably not. Gary, where are you? I am on the International Space Station. I'm orbiting you right now. You are being orbited. Wait, hold on. Wave. Go outside and wave right now. Let me see if I can see you. Gary, you are not going to see me from space. Well, not with that attitude, Rob. Jesus. How did you get to the space station? Rob, I don't have time to be explaining stuff like this. The Russians are going to get here any second. The Russians? Yeah, the Russians, Rob. You ever heard of them? All right. I've been thinking about Black Friday a lot. I've just been floating around, and it's weird because my junk's just all zero gravity and floating around, and it, it's got me thinking, Rob, and I've got the best idea ever. All right. Uh, what, what is this out-of-the-world idea? Uh, Rob, shit, the Russians are docking right now. I'm going to have to Skype you later. Gary? 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 Welcome to the RGG EDU Podcast. Where Rob and Gary talk and drink with your favorite photographers. So grab yourself a cold sarsaparilla and saddle up. In this episode, we're joined with Brandon Heiss, the director of marketing at Westcott. Welcome, Brandon. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Good to be here. And then, unfortunately, I still have to deal with Rob Grimm. You always have to deal with me. It's I'm, just so, your curse do- I'm life. so done with you already. And you it's are not. not. <laughs> you love me and you know it. Brandon, thanks you, uh, for joining us. I know you have a busy week. Um, you're the director of marketing at Westcott. You guys make really cool shit. We use a lot of your products. Yeah, well, uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> we, we love yeah. making the cool shit. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm kind of curious. I don't know how much you know of the history of the company, but walk us through like how it got started, uh, founders. You know, sure. Walk us so it's, it's actually a really interesting story. And if you're ever you know, stumbling through Toledo, Ohio, we've got a mini museum with some cool uh, artifacts from 1899 when the company actually opened. Holy cow. Um, 1899. And we had no business in photography at all. Um, what were you making? It was actually designer umbrellas. Designer they were used umbrellas. as like a status symbol, gold-plated umbrellas, only for the rich. Seriously? Yeah, and it was uh, the company was called Hall Brothers, H-U-L-L Brothers. Um, and we still have basically a a case in our, in our boardroom, actually, uh, with these gold-plated handles and... So it was really kind of cool, you know, and, and it was really just a status symbol at that point. You wouldn't use them in the rain. They would, it was just to show off your money and your wealth. Um, wow. So that was kind of cool. And uh, then about the 20s, it became a little bit more, you know, of a rain umbrella um, and golf umbrella uh, company. And so it wasn't until the 70s when our current CEO, uh, Tom Waltz, said you know photographers need to use umbrellas as well we just use them in a different way we bounce light we reflect light (laughs) uh shoot through them and that's kind of how westcott as we know it today was born um so basically for 80 years it was an umbrella company yeah and actually umbrellas in 2015 yeah we split from the rain umbrella division We, we were sharing the same building up until 2015 wow and so it's that's a cool history i had no uh, idea it's really interesting and um you know so that's you know obviously the light modifiers was the core of the the business from the 70s and we we brought out products like the uh, the halo and the apollo uh which that's really all we sold and then scrim gym you mm-hmm. know you guys know scrim gym real well yeah we use a hell out of that yeah. stuff all um, the time and then in and we didn't make our first light that you'd actually plug in uh, until about 2004, 2005. And so it was all modifiers up until that point. Um, and just umbrellas. And um, I mean, just hundreds of thousands of, of umbrellas. Wow. And you, you guys know umbrellas. I mean, they're, they're, they're fairly priced. You, they're basically disposable. You can get a, even still today, you can get an umbrella for a Westcott umbrella, you know, a brand name umbrella for 15 bucks. Yeah. Uh, they start at 15 bucks. And, and we do a seven footer for 99 bucks. So, um, it's a cool history and yeah. it's, and it's fun and it's, it's, you know, I've only been with Westcott actually for six years, but even in that time I've seen that's a long time, so much growth. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That's a decent amount of time to be at a company. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so what do you think your, your CEO saw in the potential in the photo market? I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big shift for him to say, okay, wait a minute, we're making umbrellas. Let's do it for the photo market. And yeah. clearly he was pretty into innovation yeah. in order to shift gears completely and become yeah. this he's pretty radical i mean he's yeah. a pretty progressive guy he's always looking for 
different industries and different areas that we could, you know, grow. And he was a shooter himself. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's that's why he moved out to California. He did photography on the. He raced cars. He he did photography on the side. Hmm. Um, obviously, his grandfather had owned the umbrella company, and uh, he just saw a different opportunity. And uh, I guess you could say it's paid off since <laughs> since the seventies. A little bit of growth. Yeah, yeah. twenty one patents later, it's uh, twenty one. What are the patents in? Uh, mostly modifiers, but you know things like the ice light, um, different like the Omega reflector, mm-hmm. uh, you know Rapid Box. Uh, there's lots of patents out there. Uh, Scrim Gym was a patented product, you know, and obviously some have, you know, the patent has lived its life, but. Right. Um, you know, we're always trying to be innovative and, you know, being the, the real deal. We, we, we get knocked off all the time, but that's not who we are. We're, we're always trying to find new products. You're the OG. Trying to, yeah, we're doing all the R&D for <laughs> all the knockoff companies. We got to. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, walk us through the R&D process. When you guys are coming up with a new product, where does that start and how long can, can that take? I'll be honest. There's, there's two don't be honest on this podcast. Actually, this is <laughs> yeah. A, this I'll, is where you lie. I'll bullshit. Um, no. <laughs> there are two two really, I guess, common ways that we get our ideas. Um, I'd love to say we we have all the best ideas and it just comes to us over coffee every morning. Um, but we listen, man. We listen. I'm listening at this show and I'm getting product ideas, um, and we listen to the customers. And you know, if we br- we just launched a new product, it's called the Solix. And people are always asking for, well, does it have this? I'm like, no, but it, we should think about that. Yeah. yeah. And so these are these ideas that people how you, they use their uh, their lights and their modifiers, you know, and, and their workflow gives us ideas, and that that helps us. So that's one way. Then another way is we team up with the best of the best. Yeah. I mean, we're always talking. I mean, you mentioned we're talking with Jeremy Cower, we're talking with yeah. Jerry Guionis, we're talking with Joel Grimes, we're talking. I saw know, that light that you guys made. For, uh, for, for Jeremy, Jeremy that, yeah. that oh, yeah. allows that him was to cool. do still in prototype. Can, I mean, can we talk about it? Or? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, we can talk about it. There's there's certain things, and let's bring up the ice light. I mean, the ice yeah. light's kind of a product that we, I guess, we're really well known for. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been one of our our staple products for the last five or six years. That product took two years from idea. To when we could actually sell it i mean things do not happen everybody yeah. thinks oh man you can just throw it together you know jeremy he came to us with an idea it's it's not going to come out this year if we put that out this year it'd be ten thousand dollars it's a, it's a yeah. ring light it's it's a ring light and, and it's, it's got a programmable colors and, yeah programmable to be random and it's cool yeah and it's yeah. cool but nobody it's it's niche though and you got to understand that yeah, too yeah. you know so there's certain things that we have we have enough products to last the next five years. You know, obviously I can't share all of them, but um, it's just got to come at the right time. You get him another whiskey. Get him, <laughs> get him Sharon's some stuff. Yeah. Um, Tell us about the ice light. How did that thing yeah, come about? On a from... napkin in a bar. Really? Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Whose idea? Jerry what? Jerry Guionis. Right um, and our former president. They were. He had an idea, and it, and it was just a drawing. And he said he wants it to mimic window light, but he, he it needs to be you know long enough and in a wide enough beam to look yeah. like a window. And obviously, you look at it; it looks it's like a stick. It's it a looks, stick. Yeah. It doesn't look like a window, but the beam angle is like seventy degrees, so the spread immediately creates that kind of that broad light source in yeah. a really small profile. Where do you guys make all your stuff? And when you're when you're concepting the ice light and you're starting to build prototypes, sure. is it done here overseas? Yeah. How how tightly do you work with a factory? All that kind of stuff. Good question. No, we, we try to do as much of as we can in Ohio uh, right. as far as R and D and the 3D printing and um, you know that that sort of thing. Something that that separates us from a lot of other companies is that we don't do a lot in China. I mean, certainly there is manufacturing that you have to do in China. But like our LEDs, for example, you know, everybody says, well, you're so much more expensive than this company. I can guarantee you that their LEDs are coming from China. Mm-hmm. Ours come from Korea, where the standards are much higher. Oh, really? Uh, absolutely. Is and that across the board with factory. everything or just specifically with certain uh, in Korea? Some of our modifiers are, come from Korea. 
Um, but all of our LEDs come from Korea. Who would have thought? North Korea. You can. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say anything. I don't know who's listening to this. (laughs) So when you came up with the idea of the ice light, like how expensive is that R&D? And like how many versions, you know, does it take to get a a prototype? And are you guys going over there? Are they shipping it to you? Uh, There's there's a little back and forth, um, you know, as far as overnighting, you know, samples and this and that. Um, the bigger the project, probably the more involvement that our product team will go over there or they come here too. You know, it's, yeah. um, we have a, a dedicated product guy in Korea. So we have a Westcott employee in Korea that kind of, he's the, the boots on the ground, if you will. Is he like the CAD drawer? And uh, drawings or, he, he's, he's kind of, he keeps everybody in order. I think, you know, he's, he's the one that holds them responsible on the day to day. Because things happen slow. I mean, you email them. There's Skype calls that happen at midnight. You know, that's when we would do Skype calls. Um, But if you just, you know, rely on email communication, you could get two questions answered and it takes two days. I mean, it's it's slow. It's slow. slow. So the time difference. Exactly. So so if you can have boots on the ground, we think that's yeah a better solution to uh, you know getting things done more efficient sure. quick manner how many prototypes did it go through before you got the ice light happy with it i think the ice light only went through two or three really wow. yeah no it's it eventually or the first one I, I remember it was thick it was it was you know probably twice the diameter um and it just didn't feel good in the hand and i think everybody that picks up the ice light they just say it's, it's awesome it feels good you know it, it's it, fun because you feel like it's a lightsaber of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. If I had a nickel every time I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Did it have any other uh, names that it went through? Was I it, don't think so. Was no. Just the ice light. No. Jerry, Jerry, when Jerry gets an idea, he's pretty set. Yeah. You know, he's, uh, same thing when the, we, we did the Omega Reflector. That's another one that Jerry came to us, you know. Why has never, and nobody's ever put a hole in a reflector. And uh, that one went through a few prototypes, and we've, we're already on version two, and that, that's only been out for three years now, and we're, we're already on version two of that um because what happened and kind of going back to a question you had earlier you know we we put it out there and if, if you're familiar with the first omega it kind of had a um squarish but rounded edge uh hole in the middle of it yeah and uh it kind of gave a funny catch light in the eye you know when you use it as a of the corners yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, Jerry's idea on that was it, it mimics like a sensor size and, you know, um, but the round, now that we have the Omega 360 that's purely round, it looks gorgeous. It literally wraps right around the pupil, like perfectly. So that's cool. Um, yeah, no, it, it depends on the product though, man. I mean, uh, some things they come to us in the first shot, you're like, God, can we put this like on the shelves today? You know, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's It's perfect. And then other things... We go through proto, and, and not everything that goes through prototype gets released. I mean, there's how many failures do you have for six versus successes? God, that's a good question. Um, I'd say probably twenty percent are failures. Right. Yeah, it's, I'm, but we're but, always uh, we're actually, always throwing things at the wall, man. And, and I think that's a pretty high success rate. Eighty percent are successful and get out there. That's we're motivated, man. I that's mean, it's, big. We're motivated. I, I think you know we tr- we have a lot of trust in like you know. W- the feedback that we get, whether it be from pros, whether it be, you know, consumers, we have a lot of trust in what they're saying. I mean, and I think, you know, some people could see that as a weakness, but I think it's paid off for us. I, I, mean, I don't know. Listening to your customer is yeah. kind of smart because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're going to buy from yeah. you. No, but we just, we put a lot of trust and we, we listen. I mean, that's, that's probably one of the best things that we, we offer as it's our customer service and just willingness to listen. All right. So what have you been listening to and what are you coming out with to innovate? What's the, what's the new stuff that you can tell us about? And then what's the stuff that you need another whiskey before you This won't be out till May. So your secret's safe till May. All right. All right. No, I mean, so, so obviously. (laughs) Look at him, Kyle. He's like, shit. Do I say something? No, no, I'm I'm happy. The, uh. You guys know we teamed up with Peter Hurley on the, on the sure. Flex Kit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we have officially taken over his other lines, um, meaning his water bags, which is probably the smartest weight bag solution on the market. Don't yeah. have to travel with weight anymore. Yeah. Literally yeah. find a sink or a water fountain, yeah. and that becomes your weight source. 
Yeah, uh, we could use a thousand of those in the studio. We'll, I'm telling we'll you. write up a PO. I can, right. I can handle that. Um, <laughs> and then also we're taking on his pro board backgrounds, um, which yeah. is a really portable background solution as well. And I, I think Peter's to the point where obviously we've had this great relationship with the flex kit and, uh, he doesn't, he wants to be a shooter. He doesn't, and he's an educator. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to sell, you know, bags yeah. and, and boards out of, out of his, yeah. New no, York it's studio. way too con- yeah. time consuming to do that. Exactly. I mean, and impossible. everybody thinks, oh, I can, he bit I can off do way a side more than business. he could chew. I remember talking to him about it. He's like, man, I, I don't have time for anything. He's like, I, I don't want to be doing this. That's, you know? that's and, Peter's life, though. He's yeah. always biting off more than he can chew. Yeah. I mean, sailing, you know, in that's Europe the for yeah. six weeks each summer. Did you know Peter Hurley was born with six fingers on his right hand? No, he was not. Yeah. I think you're totally right. <laughs> Fact check that. <laughs> Three testicles as well. <laughs> Fact check that. <laughs> So uh, let's talk a little bit about the evolution of LED and how, uh, you know, Peter's flex kit has completely changed the way that he was shooting and it's super more, like more mobile. So how close are you guys like looking at the R&D and new technology of lighting and wherever it's being developed? Man, that's crazy. That it's, it's a load. That's a loaded question. We, I don't want to bore your users. We could literally talk for hours on the evolution of lighting because just, just in my time at Westcott, um, and I've seen three things really kind of happen quickly. So, you know, tungsten hot lights, and you guys know Westcott, we're, we focus on continuous light. Do we have a strobe? Yes. We love our continuous, and we feel we have the best continuous lights in the industry. But we started with hot tungsten lights. Yeah. We, we all use. remember hot tungsten lights. We still use them. Yeah. It gets, you know, they get your, hot. They get hot. They melt you, stuff. You turn your, you, yeah, and, and then the yeah. modifier has to be heat resistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you have to have a makeup artist always on hand. You know, your, your subjects are getting sweaty and yeah. you turn them off and you can't touch them for 10 minutes. You know, so that's, that's the tungsten. Yeah, they're the, complicated. The hot lights. I like lick my fingers real quickly to, to <laughs> yeah, you have the to. Doors. You have to. I, don't, I always, I can't find my gloves ever. So you just Why gotta, are you using the, hot lights? I don't know. Because you haven't sent us the LEDs. And yeah, stuff. we need to get it together. I mean, <laughs> so, all right. So we currently have a six 1Ks that we rely on, several modifiers, a whole group of 150s, uh, 650s, use the 300s. shit out of the 300s. Uh, so we'd need to replace quite a bit of lighting. You know, we bought it because, and they're all Ari. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's we bought it because it was, it was cheap at the time. And it was like, all right, we'll start here. Do you guys make something similar to what Ari makes, the sky panels? Do you know about those? Yes, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Really? We At NAB, which is in April, so I can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. awesome. All yeah. right, so by the time this is out, we would love to. Like our biggest purchase last year where we were like, all right, what are we going to invest in was Cine lenses. Yeah. So we didn't upgrade our cameras. We got uh, went with a whole set Sigma? of uh, – No, actually Canon. Canon. We went with all, all primes. Nice. But when we do upgrade – uh, again, I think we should get those the zoom uh, sigmas because those are sexy. Yeah, and they're they're not thirty thousand dollars. No, I know, which is it's great. good glass. Anyway, so tell us about this light because those are the lights that I am yeah. currently looking at wanting to buy because I saw them at NAB last year. I was like, shit, these are legit. But no, you need sky to- panels are. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's it's the Porsche of of lighting. Yeah. Um, but it's not attainable for everyone. I mean, it's it's, it's really something you really almost, only find in the rental houses. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. expensive to be honest. Um, so what we'll be launching, it's, uh, the next evolution of, of the flex lights. Okay. So flexible LEDs, but RGBW. Okay. And, and the RGBW just allows you to do full spectrum. Um, and also the presets. So you can get, you know, if you want effects, you can get a lightning storm, you can get police sirens. Yeah. Australia, US, whatever police sirens you want. (laughs) Um, Wait, why do I need light. a police siren coming out of my light? <laughs> it's for video. I'm yeah. telling you, filmmakers, filmmakers yeah, actually, are actually I, I shooting see a car that. scene. Yeah, when they're shooting on the green screen or anything like that, they're demanding this still. stuff. I mean, yeah. it's and it sounds like, man, how many times could I use lightning? Right. Why not? Shit, yeah. we have it. Let's let's right. make it yeah. a lightning storm, and then you you know, um, but candlelight, you know, fireplace. Yeah, you can put all these presets into this, and uh, it's a pretty powerful machine. So well, can, you, can you store it and go back to yeah. the same settings? You'll be able yeah. to do that with your stuff? 100%. Awesome. Got memory in it. So What's we'll be big? able to program kind of what we want. Yeah. So it comes. Yeah, and, and you can use center. like a, uh, an app called Luminaire. Um, 
like a $99 app, but you can literally, there's a color wheel. You just touch on your iPad and yeah. you want the certain say, shits. Shit. You can get it out. <laughs> this is a family show. Shade. Certain shade of green, yeah. you can just, you know, dial it in. That's if cool. If you want to put in a. I have my whole house set up with the, the hue lights. So it's cool Fun. just to, like, turn the place blue. Yeah. Rob, you should Your get neighbors it. probably think you're swingers. Or... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, swingers. that's the rug, though. You know, <laughs> the bearskin rugs everywhere don't help. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's the uh, next iteration of the flex. It's, it's pretty cool How stuff. How powerful though. will they be? Um, I find lighting powers to be confusing because it's like. Well, you're, you're talking what? lux or lumens or foot candles or. West, we tried to start a revolution several years ago where we did actual meter readings. We called it AMRs. Yeah. So if a photographer, photographers loved it. Yeah. You, you'd walk up and say, what am I shooting? ISO 200, 1 125th of a second at F4. You could say that and they'd understand. Yeah. Filmmakers, they just want to know lux or lumens or yeah. foot candles. Um, we feel that lux is the reading that's the most standard in the industry. And so like a one-by-one... On full power, it'd be about 2,100 lux at one meter because it's measured in one meter. Um, you'll see a lot of bullshit readings out there, yeah. if I can say that. Sure. Um, people will say it's 2,100 lux. They don't ever tell you the distance. That could be right off the face. And that's that's like a, you see a lot of these knockoff LEDs are advertising. So And they fall off way quicker. Yeah, and the, yeah. yeah LED, I mean, the fall off is quick, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's just kind of a... For consumers listening, you know, just be wary of that. Always so it's not standardized. People are. Yeah, it's yeah. people are tweaking these numbers. They're, they're putting the lux rating, but they're not saying one meter or, you know, so that's one important. inch. Or people say, you know, everybody says, how many watt seconds yeah. is this light? I'm like, man, we're not even talking about watt. I mean, a pro photo B1, we can say that's 500 watt second. That's a charge of energy, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a totally different language. It's totally different. I mean, when you talk about watts, that's not even the output, that's the draw. Yeah. So like we say, like our one by one flex is a sixty watt draw or fifty five watt draw. That's the amount of energy it's consuming. That has nothing to do with the output. There's some equations out there that say you can multiply it by three or four, and that's kind of the output. But it's you need something standard. And lux and lumens, those are real numbers, and it's, they don't make much sense to a lot of people. I'll be honest, like yeah. especially photographers, they don't. They just want no, actual a, meter readings. It's a different yeah. language. But I'll tell you what, the actual meter readings thing, it, it was, it never took off like I had hoped. But Was it your idea? No. <laughs> no, I can't take credit for that. But uh, I thought it was a hell of an idea. It's a great idea. Um, Nobody responded to it? No, and I still pull it out of my pocket. I mean, at a show like this or a show at um, like imaging where you're working with just photographers, people still get it. And, I, you know, I always know the AMRs in the back of my pocket for each of the products. Um, at least to get you the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and you know if the lights at three feet or four feet, then that's gonna differ yeah, a little yeah. bit. But so what would what would we need to replace like you know one fifties, three hundreds, and then a whole grip of probably the flex. But but the new Solix is I'm telling you, man, that's a I haven't even done a marketing launch. Okay, so you're talking here to the director of marketing. We launched that product in November. You're we talking did about a, these flex mats. Yeah, flex mats. Um, but the Solix is is the newest the the newest uh, light that we have, and uh, and the reason it's so cool is because you can modify it in a million different ways. It's got magnetic barn doors, magnetic uh, diffusion cover. You can put any softbox on it. You can put any umbrella on it, um, and it's powerful. I mean, let's go back to AMRs. You're talking probably uh, ISO two hundred f four one one hundredth of a second. Um, which is plenty for most people, and, and, mo and that's at three or four feet, you yeah. know, from the subject, uh, which is plenty for most people, you know, especially with these native ISOs that are sh shit. What's the G nine? The Panasonic G nine. I heard that has a dual native ISO. I don't know if this is true or if it's just know. marketing stuff, but supposedly it's got two processors on this G nine. Yeah. So so you can set the native ISO to be two hundred, or you can set it to be twenty five hundred. And so you're getting like no noise at 2,500 if you want that to be your ISO. So if you're in low light, That's flip it on cool. 2,500. The processor is driven for that ISO 2,500. How high do you think we're going to get to with ISO in your lifetime? 
what are we up to now? Is it oh, a quarter million? Like 128,000 yeah. is the last. I mean, I thought it was a quarter million. It could I be. I thought it was pushing quarter million. Sony has something <laughs> stupid. Hey, fact checker, can you figure that out? <laughs> what was that? He didn't even notice. <laughs> Are you on Pornhub? What are you doing over there? <laughs> Looking for the highest ISO rating out there right now. Yeah, yeah current. All right, so this, I bet there's some computer this, or some cameras the size of this room that oh, yeah. could push millions. Right. But you know that that brings up a funny question, and it and it's you know at what point is it enough? Yeah, where do you where do you stop? And and my former president asked me one time. She goes, she goes these these ISOs are getting so so good you can shoot you know 6400 you're not seeing any grain she goes do you ever think we there won't be a need for lighting i go no way in hell yeah yeah it doesn't matter what the camera's capable you, yeah. you still have shaping to light, light. yeah shaping the light, light. It's yeah. light. Yeah. and and so you know i and and I, if i can just uh bitch for a little bit this whole new Apple iPhone campaign oh, that's currently being launched about the portrait lighting. Yeah. Bitch. I have Cheers. never seen a real photographer light as shitty as portrait lighting is capable of. <laughs> yeah. That is awful. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. I was ragging on this exact same thing Thank in the last, last podcast. podcast. Thank Yes, it's terrible. Yeah. And uh, it's false marketing. It's too, false. It's, it's terrible. It never works. And they're the tricking they... so many consumers yeah. who think, man, and it's just, it's, it's, it's taking away. It's really devaluing our industry. Yeah. It's a shame what you know. And Apple cares so much about photography. That's great, but they're not respecting. Like this is a joke. Yeah. Now that's today, but I will say, keep an eye on Apple. I mean, in ten years, it could be. It, it could might be end up good. being a good company. <laughs> it might. They might do money. it. Yeah. They might, a thing or two, right? Don't they have like eighty billion dollars? They cash. got some money. Yeah. yeah. I think it's more than that. It's a couple hundred or something yeah. stupid. But they got people running in the walls at the new headquarters because it's all glass. Oh, really? There's been like seven reported like workers' comp injuries. No way. Yeah, oh, that's they're, awesome. they're having to like put sticky notes on the glass so people like. That's actually like that. my office. People have walked into the glass door several times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can't see yeah, it. Yeah, I just heard. I, I heard that on the uh, show I was watching this week. <laughs> that they're like they're having to change the. Uh... And why did they just call it the fucking nine? Are they going to come out with the nine? After the 10? They'll come out with the 9 and the 11. Oh, it's so annoying. Right? Don't get me started about their laptops. No. What do you think about HomePod? For $400? No. You can get an Alexa for $100? The HomePod's stupid, too, because I can't sync what I want to play with it. Like, you know, other services. It's got to be through Apple Music. No, it's... No. No Spotify. Like, yeah. Yeah, No. Yet, everything in your life is Apple. I know it is. And, and me too. Like, I mean, you too. I'm a fanboy. I hate it. You, I hate yeah, it. you're looking at your, your messages watched, coming through I've on got your watch. Phone, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. no, I hate it. What do you think of the, the 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 key trackpad? The top. What's it called? The notch. No, like the at the top. The top. That's the, I don't know. The, that the bar of, of the of, of the, the touch computer. Bar. The new yeah, yeah, the touch bar. Oh of, yeah, of the MacBook. Yeah, I have one of those. I use it. It was just the way they positioned it. This and is... it was like, I'm in Adobe like editing up there with my fingers. And it was yeah. like, are you kidding me? No one's doing this. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. And the best thing it does is when I'm composing an email, it gives me suggestions for like auto-filling the name. That's about as useful as it is to me. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, back to... So, do you have pricing yet on these new Skype no, panel? No. We'll... Uh, but it's going to be less expensive than the sky panel. All right. Well, yeah. we'll God, that I hope so. We'll be ready to Let's upgrade. try some Solix, though. Let's okay. put them through the paces and see yeah. what they can do. It's a little workhorse, man. Yeah. All right. So I'm used to thinking of, you know, I, th- I think of like in 1K and like that's just how I'm thinking about it. So this Solix. It's just south of a 1K. For 21, 25 lux, that's similar to a 1K? It's a little south. A little like 800. Like an 800? Okay. But, I mean, it's $449. So that's, you know, what are 1Ks? Like. 800, 900? Uh, yeah, or 1,200. And they're so hot. Even for knockoffs. Yeah, and this, I, so when we're running this one through the test, I, I literally took it home, ran in my garage over the weekend. My neighbors thought I was doing something shady, but I, I wanted to test <laughs> again. it. Yeah, again, yeah. <laughs> and uh, You have blue lights in your garage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is going on in there? Um, but, yeah, it doesn't heat. I mean, I literally ran it for 48 hours straight. It's not even warm. I mean, it's barely warm, yeah. you know, when you touch it. So that's the beauty. That's incredible. When we talk going back to the evolution. We went from these hot ass lights, and then we went to CFLs and 
H A L's. Yeah. Hot ass lights. The H A L, the C F L, the L E D. They all need a three letter acronym. Yeah. You know? Hot ass lights. So man, I need another H A L. That's funny. <laughs> so no, the evolution it's grown, man, quick. And and that's just in the past six years. Um there's other types of lights that, that we're researching and um just across the board, I mean. And uh but LED seems pretty rock solid and the price is good now. The yeah. price really I mean, five years ago, you talk about LED, you're talking a lot of money. Um, and that's the beauty of LED now. So we can get really high CRI, really CRI. Depend, uh, color rendering index. So how how close it resembles, you know, real daylight. So that would be, it's on a scale of 100, right? So oh, really? uh, daylight would be 100. And uh, like our flex lights are 98. So it, it's the best of the industry. Uh, up there how with you, Ari. Who rates that? Uh, it's It's rated by a third party. Um, that actually looks at them in the factory. There's also um, uh, No Film School did a full comprehensive review, um, and they're big in cine, um, of like 30 different lights. And there was like two or three that were truly what they were rated. And Ari and our flex lights were were two out of those. I forget who the third one was. I think it was a Lowell light. But yeah, no, there's... They've That's important, a, and yeah. that because that what that measures too, for photographers who are concerned with that CRI, is when you flip on your lights at the beginning of a shoot, they're a certain color temperature, but as those lights heat and cool, yeah, yeah they change, they yeah. change, right? And it can be four hundred degrees Kelvin, yeah. And just imagine going through Lightroom and just looking and all the shifts, and it's like that'd be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. it's a nightmare in post, and it, you you could say, yeah, I'll, I'll fix it in post, especially with video way harder yeah no you can't yeah, yeah. It's, it's i i i don't know about you guys but i can't stand photoshop can't stand I, photoshop can't stand photoshop why do you hate photoshop i want to i want to get it right in camera i i call it and i take this from bob davis pre-touch instead of retouch pre-touch. if you take a, a little extra time and set your lights up appropriately and pre-touch sounds you know, a little risky a little risky sounds pre-touch. like you might a little mischievous yeah you might go to jail for <laughs> For pre-touching, just depends that's how a, you just depends how you do it. That's a prison sentence right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so sure. that no, I just I I don't have a lot of patience to do a bunch of editing. You're I two ADA. I, that's your problem. Yeah, ADA? that's okay. Did you call it ADA? Yeah, ADD. ADD. Yeah. <laughs> too many acronyms in this podcast. Th- there sure. are too many acronyms. I'm getting confused. Yeah. So that's me. Yeah. I, Let's talk a little bit about uh, your your marketing strategy as the director of marketing. How do you guys, uh, you know, outside of these shows, just create awareness and education, and um, you know, just build brand equity for for Westcott? I think I think we have a lot of value in our pros and the people, you know, the, I guess the influencers out there. Um, <clears throat> but we're real with them. I mean, like Peter Hurley, for example. You know, we have a great partnership with him. He doesn't love every one of our products. I mean, and, and that's fine. I don't need him to love every one of our products. And Joel Grimes is the same, you know. So I think we make these relationships, and we're, we're approachable. I mean, we're just a small Midwestern company. Uh, I mean, we're, there's only 28 of us. Um, and I'd like to, I hope I can say we're likable people. You know, we have good customer service. We're easy to work with. Um, and I think that makes us appealing to work these pros and these pros come to us for product ideas and we take them and we put a lot of trust in them and we we try to get them to market and does it doesn't work all the time but most of the time we feel it does work and uh so getting our products in the hands of of pros and and you know we think and in other partners like canon i mean <laughs> go downstairs and look at the canon stage they trust our products man it's all rapid boxes and apollos mm-hmm. down there on the canons in the eyeliner and our X-Drop backgrounds. So I think we make great partnerships. Um, that's something we use a lot. But we we get out a lot, too. I mean, we're everywhere. We're at all the regional trade shows. We're at the national trade shows. We're at the international trade shows. Um, you doing Photo Kina this year? We're skipping it, and we're going to walk it in September, but then we're going to go to May. Um, it, 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 that's a cost right there. Oh, yeah. So what it is gets, it? So what does that cost? <clears throat> You're probably looking at about thirty thousand, thirty to forty thousand for just the booth space, um, but then the travel is mm-hmm. much more expensive yeah, than it that, would be. That many people, it's 
crazy. Yeah, and and we do shifts too, because it's a, it's a much you know the European show. shows are much longer than they are here in the states. Yeah, and uh, so usually they're five or six days, and so we have like a split shift. So we'll send two or three people over to work the front half, and there's like a day of overlap, and then we bring in a new crew to work the back half. Yeah, and uh, and it's close to IBC too, so we're we're big in to the filmmaker industry, or, you know, cine industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have IBC, like, separated by three weeks. So do we stay over in Europe? Do we send people home? I mean, I, yeah, you stay over in Europe. Man. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's, cheap, it's cheaper yeah. to do that, though. Yeah. Seriously. Absolutely. Um, get a hotel. And you can do distributor visits and trainings during that time, or, or people can just take downtime. And- How much of your sales come from outside of the U.S. versus inside? God... It's it's not as high as I mean I'd say probably 25, 20 percent maybe. Is distribution kind of worldwide difficult or how does that work? Yeah, it's difficult because you know with lots of duties and taxes and shipping that all plays into the price and so an ice light here in the states is four ninety nine. You can go to let's say France and an ice light is going to be seven hundred uh, euro. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it really it really depends you know and in some products. We can ship directly from the manufacturer. It's it. It really depends. I mean, and it changes too. I mean, it, what what we're doing today might not be what we're doing in three months, uh, depending on duties and taxes and um, what our dollars worth and what you know. So it's, it's a lot of moving parts. Your business is really so complicated. Many, so really many complicated. You know, and vendors can change. You know, right. there's everybody thinks. Oh, you just order more. Press. Press order more. Yeah. No, there's a, and then that's exactly why Peter Hurley wants you to take this stuff over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's and, you know you got little things like uh, like the Chinese New Year. That's we're just coming oh, yeah, off they, Chinese yeah. New Year. They shut, shut down, down the country right. for a month. That's crazy. So you want anything out of China? Good luck. I mean, yeah. right. their levels will be back up in late March. Does so, Korea have the same issue? They take a holiday. It's not as long. Yeah, it's about a week long. How so you said this take a, a month long holiday here. What the hell? Because we're really we're, stupid in this country. Like yeah. in Europe, everybody's gone in August, yeah, yeah. which yeah, is what yeah, we should yeah, have a four day. We should week. be on the coast. Remember when Bob Dole was just moved to Hawaii? Bob Dole was, wasn't it Bob Dole campaigning on a four day work week? Was that Ross Perot or Ross Perot? Anyway, I don't. I don't let's know. back back to WPPI. Get your vote. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, how do you guys measure success for a show like this? And do you see a future in um, trade shows like this? Do you think they're going to be around you'll continue to do them i do um i do see a future uh how we measure success from a vendor standpoint and all the vendors would answer it the same way you know canon icon sony um is floor traffic and something we're always you know people come to these people come to vegas for three reasons they come to see what's new they come to get to take the classes and they come to party I mean, mm-hmm. this show would not do well in L.A. No, we don't, we don't really party. Just ask tax over here. I didn't see you guys at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we've actually been here four times, and we have never once been to the convention. <laughs> no. We're WPPI because we just throw events and do podcasts. Sure, yeah. We're, we're on the, the famous board. RGG parties. Yeah. They're a bit famous. They're getting yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. We're having one tonight in this room. Are you coming? Yeah. He is now. We got the yeah. dinner, but yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. I'm you literally should. one floor down. Yeah. Nice. But then you should come one I'm floor up. 61. So <laughs> it's easy for me to get home. Um, so no, h- yeah. how important is it for you to get a, a huge list of emails? And, and these and is that even effective or are people just using burner emails? Uh, and e- Yeah, no, emails are effective always. I, whether whether they act on them, it's still an impression when you send out an email. You yeah. know, you're still keeping your brand top of mind. Yeah. Um, even if it's deleted. Because I'm I'm real. Like I know that not, people don't need lighting all the time. Yeah. But you know what? When they do, I want to be the company that, that they're I thinking remember, of. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and so, what we do a lot, and this kind of goes back to your previous question, like what are we doing to market ourselves? We pride ourselves in my background. I actually I used to teach uh, photography in higher ed. So I when I was originally brought on, it was more to teach hmm. photography. And, education and so we started something called westcott u now we have over 300 videos on westcott u so if you're into like boudoir go type in boudoir and we'll have a couple dozen videos just on that if you're into weddings you know food macro it doesn't matter like we've got topics for everybody um on our university site 
And so that's another way that we, it's kind of a give back. And so, yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's something when you ask about emails, we, we do a lot of educational content through emails because we're all about building the community. I think mm. that's, we're all here for, you know, yeah, no we want to have fun and we want to build this community um, because it's fun. Let's face it. Photographers like, yeah, we bust our ass, but it's mm. fun, man. We're not yeah. sitting in a cube, like crunching numbers. And, you know, I, I have some buddies who are accountants and they just miserable. Yeah. I'm like, man, my industry kicks ass because yours, yeah. yours is boring as <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think, um, Emails are valuable, but it's really the relationships that you can build and just, you know, the one thing I like about WPPI over any other show is the community that this show has. It seems to have, I mean, they call it spring break for photographers. Um, it just gives you a chance to meet with end users one-on-one, see your buddies from different companies, yeah. um, you know, go to the parties. So you feel like WPPI is the tightest of the kind of shows as far as community is concerned yeah. absolutely yeah um shutterfest is good though too <laughs> really All right. shutterfest is getting up there it's it's that's in our hometown that's, that's like three that's blocks from down the studio. street yeah. yeah that venue's pretty cool we've yeah. never been to that either yeah. <clears throat> i went to the parties of, of, of it once with aaron nace we, oh, cool. we crashed one of the parties that's it was good, good. and he <laughs> did he you do anything up, embarrassing no but he ended up meeting this woman that did reiki and he was like and he went upstairs with like this older woman and just got a Reiki session and just like I was like, all right. In the middle it. of a party. Yeah. <laughs> a Reiki session. Uh, air yeah. quotes. <laughs> so, more so more with marketing. Do you guys do your like, you know, ads in house? Are you like using yeah. Facebook, Google, remarketing? What's, what's funny is we're basically I mentioned earlier we have twenty eight employees. Um nine of us are marketing. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a big percentage. So all social media, we just hired a new social media gal. Um, not to replace another, our current social media girl is going to be moving more towards cine relationships. Yeah. Um, and so we got a new social media. We've got two designers, uh, a brand officer, a webmaster, um, myself, uh, an in-house photographer, in-house videographer, yeah, so it's a, it's it's we're almost like a marketing team, you sure. know. Yeah. That takes like the front office is is mostly marketing, and three of our twenty eight are out on the road. They're not even living in Ohio. Um, two of our employees live in North Carolina. They're kind of, they're just offsite, um, and so you walk into our company, and half the people you'll meet are marketing, hmm. you know. And then you have the people in the warehouse who it takes a small army just to keep up with everything. It is, man. but it's important. I mean, we, we like to have control. We we're, we're nimble. I mean, 28 people, we are nimble. If you, if B and H called us tonight or any, any camera dealer and said, Hey, we, we need a poster. We, we got this empty space in the store. Uh, we want to get a poster up and this is the content. We could probably have it out in two hours. I mean, we're nimble, we're quick. And that's yeah. the great thing about having everything in-house. And we don't have to, you know, put anything outside of our brand standards and it, it all fits. You've got somebody moving just to kind of build those cine relationships. How much of your gear goes to stills versus cinema guys? It's growing every day. The um, cinema side. Three years ago, I would have said 10% cine. Yeah. We're probably 35% cine now. In three years. In three years. That's a pretty big jump. On the flex is the big reason. The, yeah. the flex, and we redesigned our scrim gym, our scrim gym Cine now. Um, God, we can't keep those in stock. I mean, so so we are now, and we, we're creating like drum lights, and we're creating cube lights, mm-hmm. and, and these things that, you know, barn doors, like Kino style barn doors for the flex. Um, and these things are just really appealing to. Uh, the cine users, mostly the running gun people. I mean, there's some stuff in Hollywood like we're uh, that Solix was just used on the latest X Men movie that was filmed yeah, up right in on. Montreal. Um, we're all over in, in Hollywood, but but the running gun, the people who are doing like corporate work, you know, the two man teams that are running in and, and doing a quick commercial, quick promo video. That's that's our true audience. Hollywood is very entrenched in its history. And including the equipment it uses, you know, so that that takes a while to kind of yeah. break people in. So I can see how you'd have a lot more success with the run and gun guys. Yeah. 
Yeah. And those are, you know, the people that are going to NAB, you know, yeah. and, and Cinegear. Those are those are the two shows, well, an IBC on a national or international yeah. level. Uh, but those are the two shows that you're, we're meeting these people and they're just like, I can put four lights in my backpack and I can go anywhere. I mean, I, I, I met a guy who was doing a, uh, like a documentary on slacklining. What is slacklining? Where you like going to like mountains and like throwing ropes across oh, yeah. the mountain, and then they're they're literally like tightrope walking across this. Yeah, those guys. Weird, it's it's ballsy. Yeah, crazy. The guys crazy. from Camp Ford do that, and they're yeah, that's nice. They're like bringing these lights and you know just on the edge of a mountain, you know, and that's it. and they're they got to climb up there somehow. They're not taking a helicopter right. ride, so having a two ounce mat that can produce 2000 lux that's what they need i'd like to see you slackline rob grim maybe we can set up the studio and rig up god let's just put a foam pit below let's it. do it right out this window from six you know 62 floors up go out to the new raider stadium should we try it? I don't think you understand how slacklining works. <laughs> well, you'd have to tie it to the palms over there. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. We'll tie it to the palms. Yeah, I don't think I want to do that. I'm sure slacklining has a pretty high death rate. I can imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't know. But, you know, just things like, you know, the the indie filmmakers are uh, they're a big big audience of ours. And I love, you know, hearing these stories. You know, uh, one of my favorite stories, the, the, the uh, TV show Whale Wars. Um these people live on that boat for like six months. They go out for six months throughout the fishing se- or the whale hunting season, and they're fighting. They're fighting off the Japanese whale hunters. And when they got on the boat, they said, "Here's your. Here's what you'll do. You, all your interviews are done right here." And they pointed to a closet. Oh man! Literally a closet. They had flex wow. lights. They taped the flex light to the wall, to the wall in the closet. And you would never tell if you watch that show. Never I mean, know. The light's beautiful, and they're in a closet. That's so a the great way, story to tell. So the yeah, you can light in yeah. the smallest places and make it look just high quality, and that's that's yeah, those rewarding lights, to hear those. For cinema too, when you're when you're building a set, you can hide it anywhere. You can tape it on the back of a chair or yeah. hide it you know behind a plant. Or I anything. have news crews that go out and they tape them to their chest to do a night shot, like the eleven yeah. o'clock news, and they'll tape it to their chest. That's hilarious, and that's their light source. Wow. Because it weighs nothing. Chest lighting. Battery. <laughs> I need a chest light. Pull so. your shirt open and expose the <laughs> light. But hearing this cool shit, I mean, that's the rewarding stuff. And, you it know, sounds like this is your favorite part of the job. It is. is. The, the connection with the audience and, and, and it's, you're seeing finding like, what they're doing. You're seeing it used everywhere. Discovery Channel with Whale Wars. You know, the, uh, the carpool karaoke show. Yeah. They're oh, taping yeah. flex lights to the visor. You know, so you see like some of the biggest celebrities in the entire world are getting filmed with my lights. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's just cool to see yeah. that and how many different applications. Well, that's, that's what, that's that's what we're going to use. We're going to do eventually. Uh, this is on our to-do list. It's very similar to um, comedians in cars getting coffee. Yep. We want to do that, but uh, photographers in bars getting whiskey. And it starts with you know getting picked up by Rob and Gary. And then we drive for a little bit and then get hammered. And get then, loaded. And then we Uber it home. <laughs> well, we can light the bar. We'll yeah. put just on the bar. We'll just put a flex and you'll have pretty... Up lighting. It would be like Halloween lighting. We'd probably have to. Yeah, it'd be demon lighting. But that top. might be appropriate because it's photographers getting whiskey. I think it makes sense. This is this is exciting. I can't wait to upgrade our lighting. I'm tired of those licking, licking my finger hot lights. Yeah. You will well, never lick that, your the, fingers again. The bulbs again. are fragile. Well, I can't H-A-Ls. say that. It would be a different scenario. <laughs> <laughs> on a shoot. We're getting rid of the HALs. HALs are out of here. We're getting out of here. Well, the bulbs are fragile, too. They break. They do. And that's and you got to replace them far more often. I mean, LEDs are stable. Yeah. They last a long time. They're, yeah, so just to give you an idea, 50,000 hours, so that's eight hours a day for 22 years. Wow. Versus a LED hot, won't. Is... Nobody will know what LED is in 22 years. So, And the hot lights, those are rated at 8,000 hours. Or, I'm sorry, the hot lights are rated at 500 hours. The CFLs are rated at 8,000 hours. God, that's a big Damn. savings right there. Yeah, and just energy. Just well, yeah. And yeah, it doesn't draw as much. Yeah. Saving yeah. on your electric bill. Yeah, Vegas loves us, but they're still charging the same price at these shows. We're being way more energy efficient. We're being yeah. green for these guys, and they're, they're not giving us any cost breaks. Yeah. It's Vegas. Yeah. It's, it's ten, better than New York. $10 for a latte, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> well, I've enjoyed this conversation. I have, too. Where do you want people to go check yeah. out your stuff? If you want to. Gatorade's dri- dripping. 
Um, if you want to check our stuff out, fjwestcott.com. That's F-J-W-E-S-T-C-O-T-T.com. And, uh, you know, see us on the road. We're, we're everywhere. So uh, in May, we'll be uh, – where are we going to be in May? Don't know. We'll be in Europe. We'll, we'll be in – I'm doing a thing in Paris, a workshop in Paris. And then in Hanover and then in, uh, in London. Hmm. So I'm going to do three little classes over there. And then we'll be. Oh, if you at, need uh, a film crew, let us know. Yeah. If you need a drinking buddy, let me know. All right. <laughs> um, and then yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> June will be at Cinegear for anybody listening that's interested. That's the coolest show. Or Cinegear, yeah. LA. It's LA. on the lot of Paramount. Yeah. Oh, right on. And uh, literally, it's, they just have beer stands and In and Out Burger on on the lot. Yeah. It's it's a dream show. Yeah. And you wear short you wear shorts to the show. If you dress up, they don't like. People don't want to talk to you. You're like that person. It's a suit. That, yeah, yeah, that's a suit. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to deal touch with the suits. So, but then we calm down, and then we'll be fired up back in the fall with you know, obviously the Photo Plus show and a bunch of others. So, uh, but yeah, fjwestcott.com is where you find us. Awesome. awesome. Thanks so. for all the info. Well, yeah. thanks so much, Brandon. To download this episode and the entire season six, rdgedupodcast.com, and subscribe to us and give us some feedback. We want to hear what you think of this this podcast on iTunes. Of course we want to hear. Write us a review with a lot of alliteration that and rhyming. And acronyms. Yeah. And acronyms. Right? Yeah. Sure, right. why not? Sure. Throw them in there. Yeah. Is that it? Could be. You need to tell them to check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. I don't have to. Don't tell me what SoundCloud. to do. Don't tell me what no, to do. I was asking. It was a question. It wasn't, well, it wasn't it. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. Calm down. <laughs> this podcast is officially over. See you next time. For those of you who might not know what we're doing on Black Friday, should we tell them? No. Let's tease him. Let's give him a little idea. Let's give him a a glimmer of hope. Okay, so at RGG EDU, we focus on revealing the secrets from working pro photographers and retouching in the industry to give you a leg up on the competition. And why is that? Is it because we believe that the best education comes from those who are working pros? Absolutely, Rob, and we believe that you shouldn't have to go to two to four year school to learn this education. No, because that's crazy expensive. It's fun, but it's crazy expensive. So we're making photography education accessible to the entire world at RGGEDU.com and this Black Friday, we're doing something. We're making an offer so great that we can't even mention it. No, we can't. This microphone, blow your mind. Would, this microphone would explode if I even thought about it. That's heavy. Go to rggedu.com right now, and you can sign up anywhere, and we will alert you about the Black Friday deals this November 23rd, 2018. Should we sing our jingle? Yeah. Do you finally have a jingle? rggedu.com.